It is such such a good That's show. What I'm so I I guess I will. Oh God, will I officially say it? The Better Call Saul is. I'm not going to say it's far superior to Breaking Bad. Okay. But officially on the record, it is superior to Breaking Bad. There you go. But it can only be that way because, because Breaking, Breaking and I, Bad. And I agree yes. with that. I completely yeah. agree with that. This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. love that song so much because it's brilliant because it's good because it you, it, it winds you up it gets you going it's like I the tiger it's like I gotta it's it the morning like I, I, the tiger. To, I, I need to go like there's those songs that get you going I the tiger is one of them final countdowns the other I mean, it's there are true other ones but these are the two yeah it was just funny that this morning you were going back and forth and, and I and I just made a joke cue Final Countdown, and you were like, that fucking is one of my favorite songs, and then all day long, that's all I've been doing. What I said, my response was that that song lives in constant cue in my head. Every day, and it does. It's always right there. Just the chorus and the damn keyboard. So that's the question. My question is then, because I've been thinking about this, what is it about... Like that song, or Eye of the Tiger, which is actually great, or Chumbawamba, I get knocked down. I get... What about these oh, songs? Man. I don't know if that's one of those. Get so, up, see, that's, that's, but, what, okay. that's what I'm on. That's what I'm on. Okay. The Chumbawamba is just, it, for some reason, that one just, you know, yeah, it it's just, got a punch. It's Funk got a Soul Brother. Beat. Funk Soul Brother does yeah. that to me. You know, yeah. it's like, it's one of those songs that, like, if you put it on your earbuds and you're just walking down the street and it plays, you suddenly feel fucking badass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your movie. It's your it's your, it's your John Travolta. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. It's your John Travolta walking yep. down the and I do. That's exactly I and get you're my, walking to the beat and you're just you're cool. And nobody and the thing is nobody else can hear what you're yep. listening to, but you're in there you're looking at everybody yep. and you're looking at people with the final countdown in your head. And it's, it's just great. something amazing about that. So what is it about these songs that completely jack is it that we're living in our own movie? All the time, and this is that montage music that just well, kicks yeah. ass. I mean, there's a couple things. I think, you know, first of all, the Eye of the Tiger. If we look at that one first, that's an easy one because that was, mm. it was Rocky, right? And Rocky is Rocky like, oh, Three. Get that wasn't in the first Rocky. No, that was Rocky Three. Get Don't fuck here. with me on Rocky. I'm I know not going my, to. Really? I know my right. It, Rocky Three. See, yeah, that's see, how the Rocky Three blend together. You got to like, remember, Rocky okay. Three yep. was when he gets the shit kicked out of him by Clubber Lang. Right. Mickey dies. Yeah. And then Apollo comes in and says, "Rock, you need that eye of the tiger because he's lost his edge." Yeah. And so it's it's and that's where the but term, the tiger was his thing in the very beginning. No, it was not. He had the tiger on his robe and all that shit. No, was that? He oh, had, okay. All right. He I had, yeah. I'm not arguing with you here. Yeah, his robe, his guy, robe but... was from a local business. He was the Italian stallion. He had no tiger. I the tiger was something that came up. Shit, it, that's it, funny. It okay, was Apollo right. Creed saying you've got to get that. You got to okay. get that edge back. You got to get that eye of the tiger, Rock. But it's still that thing. Like it's okay. Go get him, Rocky. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's a montage. It's a montage I mean, song. It's, it's the same reason that any any great pop song exists because it's got it, the formulas down. Yeah, That's but these it. are it's, different than just pop songs. I mean, I don't feel the same way about... They going. There's, there's a drive in them, and then they, they crescendo into this thing. And there's a really easy chorus that you can understand. And like, yeah, it's the final countdown. Now's it's, the it's time. It's super simple. It's like five chords, maybe three. Yeah. You know, it's rock and roll. Yeah, because yeah, it's like... it's like Jump, Van Halen. Okay, another, that was, another keyboard jump, jump synthesizer is, song. Jump is pretty good, but Hot for Teacher works better for me in terms of song. But my favorite one is Detroit Rock City. 
I go nuts, but I'm a Panama's kiss guy. good too. Panama's Van Halen, good. but that's there's yeah, a lot Panama's of Panama's real good. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's not like I, it's not like, I mean, I can walk down, I can be walking down the street and all of a sudden ELO's Mr. Blue Skies will come on okay. and I'll feel good. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm walking on sunshine and I feel happy. Yeah. But this shit makes you me wanna feel. You want to go fuck shit up. Yeah. You yeah. Make it happen. Watch me walk, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. They're just, they're just perfect songs. They're just, I mean, it's just, they follow the formula. And they crescendo in the right way. And yeah, they've got that just, driving beat to just get you going. And I'm telling that's you, the it. beginning of this thing, the final countdown is just, that's the stickiest part about it. Because I don't, even, I don't even know the words to the fucking thing. I've never known the words to the thing. Oh, All the I know is, is, ba-da-ba-da. Yeah. ba da ba ba And then it goes, da ba da ba ba da ba ba da It's so amazing. They wrote, or the, I can't remember the, the lead singer's name now. Um, Tempest, something, <laughs> Tempest, I think. Anyway, he wrote that riff years before they brought it out and it just sat there until their third album oh and he's like oh synth music is kind of a thing now and keyboards are a big thing let's this go with this 1986 I think it was recorded in 85 something like that yeah and brought it out and boom there you go it was like it's just the you it was know, number one in like seven or ten countries or some shit like it was huge see, I think for every depressive far left uh angry traumatized person on facebook instead of a self-affirmation meme mm-hmm. about loving yourself just fucking listen to the yep. final countdown and feel badass regulators is another one that gets me going okay okay yeah that's okay. a good one too yep yep um uh, it's almost like power like remember remember when uh, like it was like I totally they used to come out with these CDs where it was like power music oh, for yeah, workouts yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like it was all this kind of shit. Stadium like, Rock, Stadium, Volume Two, yeah, yeah. hair uh-huh. metal yep. for your fucking a libido, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. talk dirty to me. I want to go fuck something now. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. The the lyrics to Final Countdown are kind of silly. I don't even want to know them. Well, we have to talk about. Oh them my god! All right, they're they're in the vein <laughs> of. Um, of uh, Bowie's uh, Space Odyssey. It's like you're leaving Earth. It's just Bowie's is more like introspective. Is it really it about is. leaving Earth? Yeah. Oh, that's totally So they nice leave cool. Earth because the first line is like, we're, we're, we're leaving, but we're leaving together. So it's, but it's still a farewell. And it's like, it's about, <laughs> is the apocalypse coming? It's a final countdown for the end of the Earth. It's also the final countdown for the rocket ship to go. So this is like a perfect song for the Trump era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are in the final countdown. They yeah. just said that we've got 30 years, and if we don't do something in 30 years, the environment is fucked for life. The final countdown would have been a good song for Trump to come out to after he won, instead of uh, oh, yeah. You Can't Always Get What You Want, Yeah, which was just a which weird choice, weird. a really weird choice. Not, because, it's probably yeah, the only the, one they could get, yeah. Well, they couldn't. Because oh, that's right, because like, he got sued. Yeah, that's right, that's right. That's Which makes, you think back to Reagan when he did Born in the USA. Yeah. But like you got to, you ha- this is why you have to listen to the lyrics because "Born in the USA" is not a go get him. No, it's not. It's the boss. It's a protest song. It is a protest song. It's totally the boss. That's how he did things. I love. Yeah, that. he talks about going to Venus, which at first you think, well, that's not going to work because the gravitational pull it'll destroy the human body. Except that he says, but we'll, we'll we're still standing. Because they've welcomed us. Yes. So it's this. It's a song about global community or a universal community, solar system community. I guess. There you go. All right. I mean, well. this, it's ah, it's such such a good song. Jamal Kashagi um, was tortured and dismembered with an electric bone saw in the course of seven minutes. They have audio of this experience. He was a journalist who was very critical. He was an insider in the in the royal court. Mm-hmm. Very pulled himself out. Very critical of Mohammed, Sheikh Mohammed. Very, you know, and he was basically an anti-authoritarian. In yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, state, yeah, he, yeah. He, you know, he was he was a journalist. He was like a real right. journalist, not a shill. He was a right. real journalist, and uh, he was murdered in a really brutal fucking way. And we can listen to it. I haven't, and I don't want to. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, for the same re- for the same reason that that I don't watch, you know, like here's here's uh, shots of you know here's Van Dyke shooting Laquan McDonald. I, I don't. Lot, yeah. I, the thing about it is, 
I like my hyper-violence to be fake. Mm -hmm. I want to watch Fast and Furious. I don't want to watch real people murdered. I'm just not, or listen to it. It's just not, I'm not, I'm not a snuffy kind of guy. That's not my thing. I watched a lot of the beheadings, like right after, you know, after 9-11. No, I don't want to see those, I don't want to see that shit. Faces of Death, you never watch Faces of Death? Faces of Death is mostly fake. What? It's almost all fake. Come on. Dude, it was in the 80s, trust me, it's all fake. All right. All that faces of death shit, I will guarantee you, mo- almost all of it is completely fake. It was still fun. It's very fun. Isn't that horrible? But it's fake. I used to sit when I was. You in thought the- it was real, and that's why it was fun that's, for you. There's yeah. something wrong. You know how close? Do you know how close we are to the Running Man? Do you know how close <laughs> we are to just watching us fucking do Gladiator Wars and yeah. let and and if you go back into the history of the Roman Empire, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most people, because the way they did it was they would have they would have these you know these public executions yeah. of Christians, really, you know. Um, but in the in the in like the lunchtime, I re- I heard this on a podcast. And I was like, oh my god, I dug deep. In the lunchtime, there was less audience because everybody was leaving. Sure. But they wanted to keep people engaged and entertained because yeah. ultimately it was just like Wrigley Field as you bought food. Yeah. Right? So they want to keep people there. So they would let the audience vote how somebody was going to die. Jesus. And the single most used was animals. Uh-huh. They loved seeing like a lion fucking just, just pounds yeah. and maul somebody. Yeah. They that, that that was like the, they were that was their favorite thing. That was the most asked for in a poll. Do you know how close as a society we are to that? And understanding that the closer we get to that edge, the closer to the fall of Western civilization we are. Yeah, is is it the fall of Western civilization? Because it worked for the Romans. No, because the Roman Empire fell. Yeah, but it wasn't like they started mauling their contestants with lions and then they fell. It was... They ran that shit for a long time. Well, no, they ran it for a long time, but it was just a matter. Again, and I think I said this on our every empire. It's Barzun. Yeah, no, but it's like it's Barzun. Barzun's uh, huge tome called "From Dawn to Decadence," Mm -hmm. and it is it is it is basically a breakdown of how civilizations fall. And how they start and when they and it's that decadent phase. And usually it takes 500 years, Mm -hmm. roughly for that decadent phase to kick in. But once it kicks in, it's just a matter of fucking time before you just kind of die out. We're not going to last 500 years. Well, no, I think we've probably got another 100. I'll be dead, so I don't give a shit. That's that's generous. No, I think we've got another 100. Mm. The thing about it is what's really going to hasten our downfall is really all mankind is the climate. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, that's going to destroy Because the thing about it is what people aren't thinking about is they're thinking, oh, no, it's going to be really hot. And the weather's going to be bad. Um, But what they seem to forget or they don't talk about or it doesn't get into is as soon as the weather gets completely like that, our infrastructure that we have completely ignored is going to crumble. Which means then all of our electricity is gone. And then then the Internet that allows us to air our grievances Mm -hmm. on a a minute-to-minute basis is gone. Well, and before that, or while that's happening... And food is gone. Even smaller is... The the food the food chain's gonna go away. Insects We're are gonna already, starve to death. Insects are already bees falling are, off the bees earth. Bees are like gone, gone, man. Yeah. So without the proper insects, you're not getting pollination. Yep. Like with the bees, you're not getting the you know you'll have um, invasive species mm-hmm. because the predators aren't there to take them out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it's. This is going to get really ugly, and I'm really happy that I'll be dead by the time that happens. Yeah. It's it's funny because. I used to say the same thing. Like, I'll be glad, you know, I'm dead. It won't, it won't matter. Yeah, but now you got a kid. do my part, but now I got a kid. Yeah. He'll, I don't know if he'll be dead in 100 years. He, people might be living to 115 at that time. I don't know. But Actually, kids, the mortality rate in the United States is now uh, going lower. Okay. Yeah, well, it, 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 it is It is dramatically, like, dramatically decreasing yeah. um, in a way that nobody saw or predicted. And frankly, if he doesn't cut his teeth and quit bitching about it soon enough, he's not going to be long for this world. What I loved about Breaking Bad is I loved Walter White. I loved Jesse. I loved that relationship. I loved all the thing. But really, Breaking Bad was I Love Lucy. What? Breaking Bad was a dark, meth-infused I Love Lucy. 
Once they'd started in the first season, here's the premise. He's going to be a meth guy so that he can pay for, you know, so he can make money for his family and all this kind of shit. Most of those eight seasons was, here's a dilemma for Jesse and Walter to get through. Oh, they totally fuck it up. And then they managed to, out of just sheer will and luck, pull themselves out of this precipice. That's every premise of I Love Lucy. Lucy and Ethel go to the chocolate, the chocolate factory. Yeah, every right. fu- okay. It's like, Lu- what am I going to do? What are you, Lucy? It's every. That's all Breaking um, Bad is. It's an entire eight seasons of, oh, my God, here's a thing they have to solve. Here's a problem that they've created or they encountered. How do they get out of it this time? But that's every good, that's a plot. I mean, that's no, just that, a plot. No, that's a very specific, and, that's, and a very specific that's, that's a very specific plot. That's a that's a very specific plot. Problem, solution. I mean. It's I Love Lucy. And, then, and that okay. is not a that is not a negative criticism of it. It is simply. No, I know. Because I Love Lucy is a great television it's, program. It's great but, shit. But but uh, no, Better right. Call Saul is, is is got a lot more depth. There's a lot more, and part of it is Walter White's a great character, but Saul is Jimmy is a much better he's character. More com- much he's more got so much, and 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 the very simple thing. If you watch, if you haven't watched it, fuck you. So I'm just. Gonna, but the simple thing of bookending and once in a while seeing Jimmy working in that fucking Cinnabon mm-hmm. in, in, in black and white in fucking Omaha, and it's yep. like. You know this is going bad for yeah. him. You know, because you already know. Well, you know what happens to well, him. That's the thing yeah. is, you know what happens to him when he meets Walter White. Yeah. So this is all leading up to that. And you get all these characters that we've seen. So you get all this backstory. So one of the reasons it's superior is only, if for no, no other reason, the existence of Breaking Bad. Right. That we right. already kind of see, that we already know the direction it's going in. And so this is really just us finding out how they got there. So I don't I don't disagree that Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. I don't know if I agree with it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of agnostic to okay. it. Okay. Because I watch them differently. So, like, when I watch Breaking Bad, I watched the, the first six seasons, whatever it was, until they broke up that seventh and eighth season or, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I watched them all, like, within, like, a two-month period. Yeah, I did the same thing with Breaking Bad. And then I Bad. waited for it to come out and then I finished it up. So... I was able to just drink all of it all at once. And and when you watch, especially when you binge anything, it's always better. You can watch a terribly shitty show and it's better when you can watch it all at once. Because you're like, let's see what happens next. You have to wait a week to I'm going to question that because honestly, if I had to binge Lost, I would have been lost interest in Lost like not even into the second season. Okay. Because I had to watch it once a week. Yeah. You know, same thing, I'll be honest with you, same thing with Twin Pe- the original Twin Peaks. Yeah, okay. The original Twin Peaks, if I'd binged that, I would have I would just been, I would have just said, fuck all this, probably five episodes in. But because I had to wait a week and go, what the fuck was he, who, yeah. pie, what the fuck? I mean, it just yeah, it was yeah. so, the log yeah. lady, I don't get it. And so it gave me that time to kind of sit with it. And Breaking Bad does a Breaking really, Bad, really, yeah. really good job of. It. I mean, it all comes down to the characters, as it does with anything yeah. that's yeah, good. Yeah, good characters is all Vince the key. Gilligan is and, so good, and 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 the people, and I can't think of the other people that are. You know, they're, they're, it's the same crew that's on Better Call Saul. Yeah, for the most part, it's a, for the most part, it's the same. Um, yeah, same, same producers, guys. a lot of yeah. the same writers, and everything. So he's got the t- the band back together, which was great. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad does such a good job of character development, and it all happens in such a short period of time. Yeah, it break. I had to look it up. Like, when is Breaking Bad? It takes place in like two years. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the first episode. He's yeah. turning fifty. Yep. And the last episode, he's turning. It's his fifty-second birthday. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of shit goes down really quickly, and a lot changes in those two years, and. All the characters. I mean, Marie and Hank. Every character uh, is Skyler. Awesome. My yeah. God, Skyler! Like Skyler's change I mean, is thing, amazing. I the think thing I think is so funny about Skyler is, is people. Her arc the, is incredible. The fucking weirdo trolls hate her guts. Oh, she's amazing. She was the. She was one. First of all, the acting. The act, she was oh, so good. Yeah, Anna Gunn she was is so amazing. fucking good. Yeah. And the character was absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. Essential because yeah. she was the reason. He went into it. She became his sort of ally in it, and then and his then, enemy. I mean, it's and then just, his ally. Yeah, it's it was, so yeah. well done. I think she was an extraordinary character and, and well, well, well done. And the thing with Better Call Saul that I think 
may tip me over to why it's better is, and maybe the reason that I haven't just gone, yeah, you're right, 100%, is because I have such a, a loyalty. place yeah, in my a heart loyalty. Breaking Bad. And Better Call Saul could not exist in its form now exactly. without Breaking Bad. The thing that's so interesting about Better Call Saul is that you know how it all ends. Yeah. Um, but how does he get there? It, how that, does Jimmy McGill yeah. become Saul, Saul Goodman. Goodman and 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 what is that trans and watching him I'm telling you and there's you so many the, conflicts yeah. and there's so many and so many interesting choices the character of Chuck is one of the oh best characters God, yeah. you know his his whole fictionalized you know yep. the uh, electro electromagnetic whatever, yeah yep. cancer whatever he's yeah. got fucking fascinating and then you get to dig into how his relationship failed because of this right and you know, I mean there's just everything all, fails because of that all I mean, these yeah. all these characters are that's the thing. I loved I loved Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad was pretty black and white. It was pretty straightforward, yeah. Pretty black and white. And Better, Better Call, Call Saul, Saul gets, is, I was thinking about this the other night. It's almost watching. fucking Shakespearean in how conflicted everybody is. Yeah. It's, and that makes it really fascinating to watch because you don't know what choices they're going to make. It was a couple, ever. but they have to make them to get you to exactly. Jimmy you know that whatever Saul whatever working fucking in weird, Omaha. Yeah, weird fucking Cinnabon. like yeah. goddamn serpentine line. Yeah. They're getting there. And oh, I, I love it. I, it was a couple episodes ago, so it was a couple weeks ago now, that I was watching and I'm thinking, this show, the character work is so... Uh, not drawn out in a bad way, but it's really... It, it's it's just spun so fantastically. Like the, the, uh, genius. It's almost like real time on how they're... Their internal struggles are working through the shit, and it's just—it's just so, so incredible. The acting, the writing, everything. But what's really cool about it is that you get to see, like you said, you get to see the old characters from Breaking Bad that you know. Yes. Like you get to see um, Hector Salamanca. Oh. You know, what, before he was so good. Before he w- had a stroke and yeah, he's in a wheelchair, yeah. which is really cool. It's you saw re- that in Breaking Bad, but you see him as but you, the older man yeah, now. Yeah, all these yeah. Years and later. you get to see his backstory and yeah. why he was that way and yep. how he got this. Just so good. And um, uh, with uh, with Gus yeah. Gustavo Freen, and he's. You don't see him as much as the nice guy who's yeah. putting on the show for the DEA. Because now you know. Because he's most, you know most what, what he's going to do. Most of what you see with 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 Gus yeah. is him being the drug lord gangster guy. Yeah. And he's fucking terrifying. Oh, he's phenomenal. Terrifying. He's so good. And what's best, like you get to see what happens to Saul Goodman or Jimmy McGill. Yeah. But what happens to Mike Ehrmantraut? Like is that he, is. Just like because oh. he was just this ancillary character. But he was in such Breaking a great. Bad. He was Katie's fa- favorite. Yeah, character he was in a great Bad. character yeah. in Breaking Bad, but he was an ancillary character. Yeah. And now, you, now he, now you get this. You, you go, oh my God, this guy that I just saw is uh-huh. this and this, and you is learn so, so much, much deeper. You, your heart aches for him because you know what happens oh, in the end. It, yeah. And then you get these new characters, like yeah. like his brother Chuck, yep. and like his girlfriend and his partner Kim. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what the fuck happens to Kim? And you're gonna find out, right? You know, we're getting there. It's, it, oh, it, it is such, such a good That's show. So I, I guess I will, uh, oh God, will I officially say it? The Better Call Saul is, I'm not going to say it's far superior to Breaking Bad. Okay. But officially on the record, it is superior to Breaking Bad. There you go. But it can only be that way because, because Breaking, of Breaking and I, Bad. And I agree yes. with that. I completely yes. agree with that. I don't like crime. No. But I'm not a cop. No. I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not a, a vigilante stopping crime, but I don't like it. So does that make me silent? Does that make me complicit in the crime? Does that make me compliant to what's happening in the the criminal underworld? Well, I mean, the next step is is uh, you know, oh hey, anybody that anybody that buys Nike shoes supports child labor. Supports child labor, you know, and anybody that buys fucking uh, an iPhone supports the murders in the Congo mm-hmm. and uh, you know anybody that's living in America and this is my if problem if you drive a car yeah, do you, you hate the environment do you hate the environment exactly yeah. it's like where did where did how far does that go if silence now I understand now I'm gonna get weird and sort of nerdy <laughs> okay. I can see that silence might be congruent to complicity but I, I have a problem with that but I do that's, not think no. silence equals Complicity. It's not no. the same thing. And I don't think in every case, again, it's one of those nuanceless, 
uh, memes that comes out from, and it really comes more from the far left than it comes from the far right because far right doesn't give yes. a fuck. No, they don't give. They a want shit. they no. want the far left to be silent. Yeah, but well, it comes. There's you know. nuance to this. I mean, oh my if, god! If we, if we look at the the car scenario, I drive a Volkswagen stick shift car. Uh, you drive a Prius. I do. I don't want the environment to die. I don't think you want the environment to die. No. But I'm not driving a, a smart car. And frankly, you're not driving a fully electric car. So that is true. Fuck. Well, it's because I live in so, a place where there's not... Uh, it, it, ultimately, right. it's, it comes down to convenience. If there were... if I would own an electric car if there were, like, electric charging stations the only place, anywhere. The only place I can think of off the top of my head that has electric car ports... Whatever they're called, yeah. charging stations. Charging stations <laughs> is at the Hammond Marina yeah. in Hammond, Indiana. Yeah, well, I that's in the know. Midwest. They're they're around. I, I don't know where. Any well, have of you seen are. the documentary "Who in, Killed in the Chicago. Electric Car"? Uh, do you know I why? Think so. This is the thing: is do you know why the electric car, which was invented in the fucking seventies, I, like I have seen in that, the fucking yeah. Martin yeah. Sheen narrated it. Yeah, um, it happened in the seventies. They yeah. invented it. The reason it got killed. It get, got killed not by the oil companies. But they kill everything. No, it didn't. It wasn't killed by the oil and gas companies. It was killed by the car, the big three car industry. Mm-hmm. And it was not because, it was not because suddenly they'd lose money. People buying electric cars. It was because most of the big three, of, you know, at the time, the big three automotive companies, where most of their money came from, was parts. Yeah. And electric cars don't have a combustion engine, right. so they do not have those parts. Right. So it was killed so because of, of redundancy, of, of, of because of things wearing out and them wanting to be able to sell right. you more shocks yeah. Yeah. and pistons and, you know, whatever. Oil Carburetors and, whatever, and all yeah. that shit, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that there's, <laughs> there's things you can do that may not be speaking out against it. I don't drive an electric car, but do I pick up litter? You know, do, do I... Uh, When's the last time you picked litter up? Uh, like when you walk, when I was walking home. Like from, when you're walking down the street, week. you actually pick litter I'll pick up. up. Yeah, I'll pick up litter. Sometimes. First things I noticed about dating when we started dating in the three weeks that we dated before we were butt. engaged. Well, totally. But um, was the fact that as we'd walk by, if she sees a bottle of water, like sitting on the ground, it's trash. Yeah. She will take, uncap it, and pour the water out, and then throw the. I would probably do that. And I and and I never thought about it, but mm-hmm. then I, and I didn't ask her about it at the time, so I thought, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and then I looked it up because that's kind of my response to my natural curiosity yeah. is go from what a fucking weirdo to why is she a mm-hmm. fucking weirdo? Yeah. And uh, instead of asking her, I looked it up, and I realized, oh, she's really. That's because if they're trapped in the plastic bottle, there's no possibility that it will be you know, evaporated into the right. environment. It's like, oh, that's a fuck. That's kind of, yeah. it's tiny, yeah. but it's mighty in its own way. And I went, oh, I kind of love that about her. I think where the silence is compliance is in, in regards to Trump, right? Like, okay, the bad things happening yeah. with Trump's presidency, which is a g- gross generalization of where we're at right now. Sure. But for the sake of understanding the, the conversation. The sky is yeah, falling. Is if you don't vote, or if you vote for Ted Cruz or vote for the people sure. that are doing actively doing bad things, you know we're going to hurt us by rolling back environmental regulations and banking regulations, et cetera, et cetera. Well, like I mean, that's, that's, then you're, you're not speaking out against it, but you're taking action for it. Or if you're just not voting, you know, then that, I don't know if that's compliant, but the, it's like... This is the thing. This if, is an easy if the thing best to do. You, have, you don't if, have to get out there and scream and march every day. Well, you shouldn't get out and scream and march every day because well, it is pointless. It's a fucking pointless exercise because, and this is one of the things I've, I, my issue. But that's what they're talking about. But this is my issue. That's the other is side of silence. silence. Silence is better than screaming bullshit. If you want people, because this is the thing, you just said they're doing bad things for the country like curtailing regulation and bank regulation. There are arguments. There are actual arguments. I don't agree with them, but there are actual arguments that say that these things are actually good for the country. And our job is not to say, fuck you, you bad asshole. You don't like bank regulation. Look how bad you are. Is If you're smart, instead of screaming your bullshit, learn why bank regulation is a good thing. 
and why it actually does. It's one of the best things I've ever heard from Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm loving him more and more. And here's one of the things I don't think you know. But I love this. Because one of my issues, I'm glad there's a Me Too. I'm glad there's a Black Lives Matter. You know what really is going to change things in this country? Getting rid of gerrymandering. Well, Jerry, yeah. but everybody yeah. goes, oh yeah, but nobody's fucking doing anything about it. So we're it's like the electoral college. Oh well, it's too big to do anything. <laughs> oh, I guess we can't do anything about that, so we'll just live with it. Fuck you. That's more important on all than all the shit yeah. you're getting a goddamn sign and protesting about. Yeah. It's the most important issue is gerrymandering and voter suppression, which we can get into later, but we're not. So what are you doing to but this curtail thing, gerrymandering? Well, this is the thing, is because I spend more than a few, I, I do a lot of research. First of all, that is my first thing I look for a candidate. If I'm looking for a candidate that I'm going to donate any time or money to, mm-hmm. gerrymandering, like rolling back gerrymandering has to be on that list. Yeah. That's my single, if I have a single issue voter kind of mode, it's gerrymandering. So then you can't, you won't give money or vote for any standing no, Democrats I no, in I will. Illinois right I now. I will. Well, no, I will. Because they're all... They're all I know. culpable. But I'm looking at the gerrymandering. That's a big issue for me. Yeah. I, I really think it's important. I really think it's like the most important. Other than the Electoral College being rolled back, I think it's maybe the most important thing we can deal with I right agree. now. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know what he's doing now? He is going state to state, town to town, raising money and trying to change the gerrymandering in every state of the country. Wow. I fucking love that shit. He's the best Republican we may have ever had. Lincoln, Schwarzenegger. I think yeah, the thing about it is you can <laughs> you can make fun of Arnold all you want, and he wasn't Why? How? and he, and he wasn't a great governor. Let's be honest, no. he was not a great governor. But the fucking guy gets it. Well, like I said, one of the one of the best things, and he gets how to do this. And I don't know how the fuck he knows this, but I, I heard him, and he was like, and, and this was an interview, and he's like, you know, we 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 rail against. Oil and the big oil, big oil and the big oil companies, how they're destroying the planet. He said, if you want to convince the big oil companies to not destroy the planet, don't tell them how horrible it is. Convince them that there's more money to be had in green energy. And then he lined it out how investment in green energy, non-fossil fuel energy, is more profitable than oil. And that's a brilliant counter and yeah. that's what we're missing. The whole silence equal that thing. Maybe silence does equal complicity, but the wrong message is worse than your silence. The wrong message is what undid Hillary Clinton. That's exactly right. So fucking find, be logical, be yeah. rational, and understand that most of the right, most of the right are not Nazis. They're not KKK. They're not most of them. Most of them, yeah. Most of them are. Fiscal conservatives, uncomfortable with identity politics, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with our immigration, basically our lack of enforcement of the existing immigration laws. They're they're uncomfortable with this stuff, so they're going to vote the other way. All you really have to do is demonstrate in a logical, fact-based, and narrative, like use a story, Mm -hmm. and explain to them this is how you're better off if you do this. Don't, because guess what? Mom and pop in Nebraska don't give a fuck how the black people in Chicago are better off. No. You have to explain how they are yeah. better off if the black people in Chicago are better off. Yeah. That's really it. This isn't complex math. You no. have to be better at telling a story. You have to have better facts. And you have to be a better communicator. And I guarantee you, standing in a street corner, screaming is not great communication. The, the other side of that argument, though, yes is you'll have people on the right, like Trump will say, you know, clean coal, right? Like this is the, versus green energy. Green energy is bad because it's gonna take jobs away from those in Pennsylvania, da 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 And yeah, that's true. But you know what else is gonna take jobs away from the coal workers in Pennsylvania? Is when the coal fucking runs out. So, and that's going to happen. Wind is renewable. Hydro is renewable. Mm-hmm. Coal is not. But the problem is that these people are refusing or 
are too stupid, one or the other, no, to this, like learn a new thing. This like, is, it's, it's not the, learn the, a new thing. It's that there's no opportunity to learn a well, new but thing. But they have well, to learn a new this, thing. But this exists. I'm a coal guy. My daddy was coal. But His no, daddy but, dug coal. But nobody's coming in and do saying, wind turbines. But nobody's coming in and saying. Nobody is coming in and saying, you know what? We're going to take all the people that are making their living mining coal. Yeah. And they are all now going to be employed in hydroelectric stuff. Or and in, how would that get done? Well, if we Would that want be a government funding, that goddamn right. Okay, yeah, but that's yeah. not happening. And then that's what I'm saying. So Schwarzenegger is, can do you all want, he wants to do, if but you want, gotta get. Yeah, but Schwarzenegger's working on gerrymandering. He's well, not talking about okay. that. But, the, but right. my point is, is if you want to convince the people that vote, the first thing you have to do is you have to get to the local politicians and convince yeah. them that it is in their best interest. Then it's their job to convince their constituents that it's in their best interest. Opportunity. That's what people want. That's America all, wants opportunity. That's what it was built on. That's why well, people come here and for they it. want opportunity, but they also don't want to have the one fucking bit of of the little tiny bit of the world that they get to have. They don't want to take it away from them because somebody with a fucking advanced Harvard degree said they should. Right. That's just. I mean, and and the thing about it is, yeah, it's backwards. But I understand that. I understand somebody that has, his grandfather was a coal miner, his father's a coal miner, and the only reason he has a house and food on the fucking table for his nine kids is because he gets up in the fucking morning and goes and mines coal. Uh-huh. And and then you have people in fucking California and Chicago saying, you stupid backwards pieces right? of shit, just give up your livelihood and have nothing so that we can survive. And that That's is a wrong. shitty no, message. We need to, it's never yes. going to work. You, but some, you have to get the... But how do you get Mitch McConnell to say to his people can't. in Kentucky, look, I've got an... I know, coal. I get it, guys. And I don't know if Kentucky's... Like the coal. It's not the coal thing. That's more Pennsylvania. I can't think of the Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, right. Don't worry about it. Um, how do you get those guys that are so stuck in their ways and so, you know, attached to the... The, the the tradition of my daddy Doug Cole yeah, and his but daddy Doug Cole. Well, let's be honest. Say, but I've got a new thing. And it's Pennsylvania gonna be, it's gonna was not a red money. state for many, 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 many decades. Right. Right. Um, that's not the big coal thing is another Trump fucking canard that he throws out. It's another yeah. red herring. Because the fact is there's only 70,000 jobs yeah. in coal. Coal is not what turned this election. Coal did not turn Pennsylvania. Right. That's a working class argument. It's not about the coal. It's about a general feeling of white working class being left out. And that's... But that's just it. Is that's that the game they're playing. The people in Kentucky, the people in yeah. Omaha, the people in central Illinois, the people wherever else that yeah. don't dig coal. But they understand that this is my livelihood. That's what I'm saying. The farmers get it Coal too. Like is an avatar is, for all yes. of this other stuff. Yes. And it's about just... The thing about it is, and this is what I think we're missing, because I'm not seeing anybody make this argument. Yeah. I'm really not, not in a good way or not in a, in, a, in a persuasive way, which is, and this is what I believe. I believe that if immigrants coming over to this country are given amnesty, are given jobs, are given treatment that is humane, I believe that if black citizens are not uh, marginalized because of the color of their skin and their cultural uh, memes, I believe if gay and, and, and lesbian and transgender people are treated with the equal amount of the law, I believe that is good for every single American. But I don't see anybody making that argument. I see the argument being made, you're a piece of shit if you don't think this. And that's a terrible argument. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. So my first thing uh, is listen to the political podcast uh, Pulse Check. It's about healthcare, and I worked on a project for Politico about uh, Medicaid. It's sponsored content, so it's you can't just like go to Politico and find it. It's like hidden yeah. in however the client bought. Which it, is the most brilliant way to, to promote anything is well, to hide I, it well, from people. It's not, it's not That's it's genius. Not like, it's not like a top story. Okay, you know? got it. Yeah. Um, but the easiest way to find it is just go to my website, go to davidhimmel.com, go to the AV uh, tag. Is it davidhimmel.com? Davidhimmel.com. Okay, not Himmel. Um, yeah, yeah, davidhimmel.com. Um, 
and on there, there's the the link to the podcast that I did and uh, an explainer video about um, Medicaid Explained. And it talks about how if Medicaid is available for everyone, how it makes everything better for everyone, even the people that don't need it. Exactly. Because it shortens. And well, that's it, the story it, that needs yes. to be told. This is simple stuff. All right. That's excellent. I do want to listen to that. All right. I'm going to do a listen. My first one's a listen. I had a conversation. I was on the set of, uh, you know, that's the thing is when I'm doing my freelance uh, thing, sometimes I do the extra work, which yep. is kind of fun. It's It pays. I was... It pays decent. They feed you a couple of times. Yeah. It's not hard work. They hire your car for you're like your yeah car yeah is like my kit. car. I get I like mean, yeah, yeah I get like forty bucks every time I bring my car and they park it somewhere, which is great. I've got a friend uh, who I she's a, a a PA and she's on Facebook. And the other the day that you were on, I think Chicago Fire, Fire or something. Okay, yeah. She had posted something and I tried to find it. I was going to screenshot it and send oh. it to you. Um, she said something like, "Look, extras, dial it back." You haven't made it, so take your attitude somewhere else. Basically, because <laughs> yeah, I have that. Well, that's the thing is, my it's, it's like well, I've worked with Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, my perspective nah. is my perspective. I am I am a, a chair with eyeballs and the ability to move when I'm told to. Yeah, and and so yeah, it, it's I, important. It's an important chair with eyeballs. No, it's an important chair but with eyeballs. You're not Meryl Streep. I never try to assume that I'm acting. In yeah. fact, you know, I, we did a Molly's bar scene for Chicago Fire, and I'm sitting next to the guy, and he was like, "So we're going to pantomime?" And I went, "No." <laughs> he said, "Why not?" I said, "Well, if I'm sitting at a bar, I'm at the bar. I'm not at a table with friends. I'm at the bar, yeah. and I have a beer." You're drinking your beer. I'm drinking my beer writing, and at staring phone. at the wall or looking at my phone. They don't let us look There's at the phone. There's nothing so more annoying. I don't want to have fake in the conversation. Yeah. I don't want to have fake conversation because I hate that with all. Unless I am told specifically yeah. by a PA, fake conversation. I'm just not into that shit. Right. I don't need to take this. Anyway, I was having a conversation with a woman on the sets of uh, Suits. Suits spinoff in Chicago. And somehow we got... God, she was asking my age. We're talking about the age, and she posited that it was Pink Floyd's "The Wall" that killed disco. That, from her recollection, okay. that she was way into disco, and then Pink Floyd's "The Wall" came out, and all of a sudden, disco wasn't a thing anymore. And I don't know about that specific argument, That's but I did. I, I that, went okay. back. I don't know about that. I'm going to ask Jim Rodriguez and yeah. and, and uh, those guys, but uh, I don't know. About, but I did. I went back and I listened to the entire Pink Floyd The Wall album, and I, she might be right. It's a great fucking album. And what so year did that album come out? I don't even remember. Okay. Um, I mean, I can look it up. It's not hard to look up The Wall. Hold on, because I will just edit That's me. That's an interesting point. I thought it was fascinating. Because you could make the argument that Steve Dahl killed disco. <laughs> well, no. 79. Okay. Well, so it's right, yeah. 1979. Disco for like another two, three years before yeah, but Donna Summer her, stopped making hits. Her but. perspective was it killed disco. Yeah, so okay. I don't know if it killed disco, but I did listen to the entire album. And I hadn't listened to it in a long time. Yeah. I highly recommend you listen to the entire, like start to finish. Yeah. The entire album. Because it's pretty fucking amazing. And should you watch The Wizard of Oz? No, okay. don't do that bullshit. That's bullshit, right? Just, like, I've no, never it, done that. No, I have done it, and it does line up, and it's really <laughs> fast. It's fucking fascinating. So if you, want, really if you want to do, do it like as a parlor time. trick, it's yeah. worth doing it once. But it, 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 I mean, the okay. thing about it is, The Wall is its own thing. Yeah. Okay. Wizard of Oz is its own thing. But that's my first thing, is listen to the entire Pink Floyd The Wall. Okay. Uh, my next thing is also a listen. Listen to as much synth pop rock as you can this week. <laughs> Start with Europe and then go. So I was, so today mm-hmm. we talked about it and I went back and I listened to, because I, I pulled it up and then I went to one of my, uh, another standby that I have, another synth pop song that I have on standby, The Jets' Crush on You. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that totally different. Totally like, different vibe, of, but of yes, music, totally But they yes. both came out in 1986. <laughs> yep. Um, but, like, it's just the key, the synth keyboard Listen sound, to some like, ABC. ABC? You don't remember ABC? Another Bad Creation? No, the band ABC. Yeah, Another Bad Creation. Is that is that what it stands for? Well, How to Be a Millionaire? No, Another Bad Creation was... Yeah, um, okay, the, no. The Bell, uh, Michael Bivens' band. He, they were part of the East Coast family. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, I no. don't know ABC. Oh, I'm oh, kind of embarrassed. Oh, my God. ABC. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, my God. ABC, hold on. 
No, 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 no. How? There it is. Oh, fuck. No, I don't want to go unlimited. Fuck off. <laughs> I just want the song. See if I can play the song. Nope. Album version. Nope. Find out All right. Real quick. I'll, yeah, I'll play it for you later. Okay, let's finish this up. Let's. We're almost there. Anyway, I'll find it and I'll play it for you. Okay. So anyway, so uh, so what was your thing? Listen yeah, to more listen synth to, rock. Listen to as much synth rock pop as you can this week. I love it. My Soak number, it up, man. My number two is a read. I want you to go to Quillette.com. I've been reading a lot about a lot of Quillette. This is called an academic mobbing at McGill by Barbara Kay. And it basically tells the story of Professor Ahmed Fekri Ibrahim, who was a professor who taught Islamic law um, in uh, at McGill University. And the way he taught it was he taught it like you would teach any law, mm-hmm. with no prejudice, with no preference to one way or another. It was like, here's the law. This yep. is him. He's very, yep. very, very uh, bloodless about it. Well, he gets... Accused of Islamophobia, Jesus. which was later disproven. Okay. He is accused, when that didn't stick, accused of sexual harassment, <laughs> and that was disproven. Accused of rape, which was disproven, but lost his fucking career nonetheless. I want to read, I actually want to read, uh, this was a, a sticker that went all over the university. And, and keep in mind, he did nothing he was accused of. Nothing. Mm-hmm. The sticker that was placed all over, you are not alone in your fight against sexualized violence. You are not alone in your fight against abusive profs. You do not need to feel afraid of speaking up. Prof Ahmed uh, F. Ibrahim, a sexual predator and professor, is up for tenure this year. The time to act is now. We will keep each other safe where McGill administration refuses to with radical love and rage. Zero Tolerance was the name of the group. Okay. To all abusive props on this campus, we know your names. We are your survivors. We are coing for you. Because they didn't put an M. Ah, Coing for you one by one. Have a testimony? Contact Zero Tolerance at riseup.net. Yeah. Oh, this went went all over their fucking campus. This guy's career was destroyed. He has since sued both the university and the woman who started it. Good. And so it's a really interesting because it yeah. tells you a little bit about his background. It gives you a little perspective on the thing. It is called An Academic Mobbing at McGill by Barbara Kay on Quillette.com. Okay. And my last thing to do this week is uh, to do go to King Spa. Mm. Get a vagina steam. I can't. I don't have a well, vagina. You can't, I have a butt Those of you steam. with vaginas. Um, That's such a great. Just King Spa's. So I haven't been yet. I've never been to King Spa. When? Oh, all right. Well, then we're I, fucking going. Well, Katie and I are going to go on when? tomorrow. We're gonna oh, go you're Friday. going tomorrow. We're going on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday. We're going all on right. Friday. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about that. Oh, yeah. yeah so much um, fun. So just do that. And then the vagina steam thing we'll, we can talk about later. But, yeah, yeah. Um, My King Spa is I go. In the first hour, it's steam room, uh, hot whirlpool, cold cold bath, yeah, the, the, steam. Yep. And I just do that around yep. and around Robin. And then I go out and then it's like, okay, now I've started to get relaxed. Are you going to get a massage? Are you going to spend the money Probably, for a massage? Yeah. Get the hot stone massage, 90 minutes, AccuGold. Okay. Absolutely get that. That will fuck you up. You will love it. <laughs> Cause it's like a it's like a forty five minute yeah. like full massage and then they break out the fucking hot ass oiled stones. Done. It's it's the bomb. It's the bomb. I love it. I love King Spa. It's my and I will also tell you that if you don't stay at least nine hours, you're a pussy. We could probably do that. My mom is gonna babysit, so we don't have to come home ever. Because that's the thing. You can stay overnight if you want. You don't want it. Yeah. They have shitty movies. But it's worth just laying in one of those chairs while there's a shitty yeah, movie sure. going on. If there's a yep. shitty movie with Dwayne Johnson, you win. Yeah. You know. Even shitty Dwayne jo- Johnson movies are, <laughs> are pretty good. Are good. pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. All right. Speaking of movies, my number one for this week is Go See First Man. Okay, yeah. Ryan Gosling as, uh, as fucking uh, Neil Armstrong. 
this is the thing. It's Damien Chazelle, and he's he's a better director than I want to give him credit for because La La Land, <laughs> while I right. while I'm attracted to a couple moments and some songs in La La Land, for the most part, was not my favorite movie. But this goddamn movie is notable in that there's a couple things that are notable. This is not the right stuff. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like Better Call Saul assumes that you've seen Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that assumes that you've already seen all the fucking heroic yeah. astronaut movies. Okay. You already we don't need to watch them train. We've seen them. You know what I mean? Yep. This is quiet moments. This is the quietest goddamn movie about astronauts I've ever seen. This is very More so than gravity? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's not exciting. There's not a lot of exciting <laughs> stuff going on. Okay. okay. And there's a lot of stakes. Because the, the trailer looks like there's some shit happening. Well, the thing is, there's Parachutes shit. and crashes. Well, and... no, no, no. There's shit that happens. But for the most part, this movie, like every shot, every every time he's in a capsule, he's in a rocket going mm-hmm. to outer space, yeah. is shown from his perspective. From, okay, so yeah. you're in the capsule. See, that's dramatic enough. And it's long. It's like 10 minutes of just shaking and yeah. looking out a fucking window. Oh, God. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and it's it's extraordinarily quiet. And it is not just about him, but it's about his wife. It's really about uh-huh. he and his wife sure. and how they navigate what it's like to this be a whole family experience of going out into the fucking and, and, space. And living in these sort of like yeah. bizarre little suburbs that they all mm-hmm. lived in yeah. and watching. And, and well, I mean, at one point she says, we're, we're real good at funerals. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a fucking dour movie. Yeah. But it's brilliant. Gosling is phenomenal. Yeah. Claire Foy is fucking phenomenal. It is a really superior film. And I was reading, I understand that they shot it in New Mexico, which is the same mm-hmm. exact place where they actually did yeah. fake the moon landing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. And that, <laughs> and on that note... The earth is flat. And on that note... Uh, we Ted Cruz's dad killed Kennedy. Do us a favor. We have a new uh, Literate Patreon page. It is at www.patreon.com slash literateape. If you enjoy the Apecast, if you enjoy reading literateape.com, and you want to throw us a buck a month... Um, we would love for you to do that. We'll love you even more if it's a couple bucks a month. It helps pay our writers. and uh, It all goes to our writers. All, That's well, one of the things. It, it's yeah. not like David yeah. and I are buying beer with it. it no. This pays it, This pays our writers. So if you enjoy our writers, then this is a good way to say thank you. That's it. Thanks for listening. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 